listening to the Screen Tearing Podcast with Vector the Nomad and Dual Revolvers. In this episode, the crew talks about the storytelling methods of the hit new fantasy series, Shadow and Bone. My sensors tell me it's one of the best books on Netflix. Now loading episode 8, A Bone to Flick. Initializing. Did I tell you about the, the, the guy from that Discovery Channel show? No. He was like this so-called army doctor on that show, uh, Deadliest Warrior? Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, they, they used to do the weapon weapon demonstrations, like, you know, and you, they'd have the announcer, and he'd be like, Look how devastating the katana is, and now oh. martial arts expert will demonstrate uh, on this ballistics jail dummy the effectiveness of the katana. And then the army doctor, you know, he'd, he'd be manning the high-speed camera, whatever it was, and then he'd go, Three! Two, one, <laughs> and he was just—he was hyper annoying, you know, just impossible to 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 deal with. And um, that show was just like, you know, I thought MythBusters was bad, but MythBusters at least has like it's entertaining. It has that going for it. Yeah, but the science involved in MythBusters, like the, it's just like every single episode is scientific error, scientific error, scientific error. You fuck that experiment up that was done improperly you know all the every single result is is like was botched because they didn't they didn't test properly what for mythbusters yeah oh i didn't even know that well it's like you don't know unless you know like uh the episode um they were trying to create a rocket swing and so they build a, a miniature version of the swing. This was like one of the, the mini myths that they handed off to the, the B team, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's only one of the three is still alive. Because, uh, you know, what, what's his Katie, name? Doug? Katie Byron? Yeah, Katie's still alive and the other two, the other dude just died recently. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Greg? Greg? Troy? It's Or no, Grant. Grant. Yeah, yeah Grant was... Way older than we thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got that Asian DNA, you know. A uh, uh, coworker, former coworker of mine, he said, uh, "Asian don't raisin." And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, um, but Troy's still alive too, right? Grant's the only <laughs> one that's dead. I got confused. I'm not laughing at Grant dying. I think it's a tragedy. Uh, but <laughs> it was. I just saw an episode on Hulu, <laughs> and they were testing like bike myths, and. <laughs> And, and Troy fell off a bike harder than anybody I've ever seen yeah. fall off a bike. And he survived. He was just fine. He popped right up. But just just from how hard he fell, I assumed he died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was really bad. Anyway, um, so I see you've been playing a lot of Valheim. And I'm always confused about how to pronounce Norse words. Valheim? Because con- Conventional wisdom will tell you that it's Valheim, right? Because you know it's Germanic, but Scandinavians they they didn't give a give a shit. So I've heard a lot of people say like you know like um um what am I thinking um like uh, Vanaheim is the is the home of the Vanar in Norse mythology. Uh, Alfheim was the the planet of the elves. And uh, Planet of the Elves sounds like a, it could be a movie or a title to something. Um, what's the the, yep. the famous one? Um, anything E-I-M is in in Norse languages, H-E-I-M. I think that's the word for home in um, Nor- ancient Norwegian. Might be pronounced Haim, but I'm not sure. Like when you look at it, it like like Valheim. Or, I mean, Valheim, it just sounds better. And some for some reason, it rolls off the tongue. But it's a lot like um, how most people say, um, you know, one of those common words that people mispronounce all the time. But anyway, yeah, I see you, you've been playing a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just something we can play together, you know. So do you, do you like it or not is the question. I do. All right. So then it's yeah. more than, than something that you can just play with well, your yeah, GF. I wanted to... I wanted to get something that we can both play together that we'll both like. <laughs> All right, what do, what do you like about it? Well, it's a it's a it's a Minecraft clone. <laughs> Is it really? 
Yeah, or you build, you mine for resources, and you fight enemies. But it has, like, um, bosses. It has, like, bosses and stuff. We just finished the second boss. Um, and it's all Norse-themed, and you can... It's got a cool where, aesthetic. The, the, where does uh, the Norse mythology come into play? Well, you are... The, the world has been, like, taken over by... Sh- monsters and stuff and odin drops you into this world to take back control basically you know to like okay resettle the world right and so the 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 norse comes into play thematically basically it's uh what does that even mean what 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 do you mean thematically like as a theme Okay. As lore, mostly, and and aesthetic. Like all the aesthetic is very Norsey, very northern. <laughs> Norsey. Norsey. It's it's Norsey rhymes with horsey. Yeah, like all the all the armor and all the weapons and um the way you build your houses. Right. It's it looks like you like you play as a Viking, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the, the graphics were a good, a good move. Cause it's like all the models are really low poly mm-hmm. and, um, but it, they still don't look bad. And it's, it's proof that like, you don't need to blast polygons to make your game look good. Yep. Strong art direction over just raw graphics. Um, I like that, but it's a survival game and, it is, um, yeah. And, and I just, I don't, I don't like that genre. Genre. Yeah, you don't seem the, the survival game type, but I, I like the, it's a, it's a creative outlet for me. Oh, okay. A lot of these, cause, um, a lot of these, like the reasons why I like Minecraft and shit like that, it, it's a creative outlet. Cause you like, you like playing with Legos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but you can't like move clumps of dirt in Valheim, like you can in Minecraft, or you can't make a um an eight bit computer in Valheim. No, you cannot. <laughs> but ima- imagine if you could. Yeah, well, I put two sticks together. Is that is that a Norwegian accent? I'm not sure. Put two sticks together and make computer. <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> close enough by the blessings of Odin what that's more Borat then. you ever seen uh, you ever seen that show uh, I think it's called just Norseman it's like a comedy show on Netflix I saw I saw like uh, I don't know the first five ten minutes or, or something yeah it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I they started ask, watching. They're, it. they're all of their a- accents. They um, just they just sound like everything is a question. <laughs> That's yeah. what it sounds like. Irish accents are or stereotypical Irish accents are a lot like that too. Yeah, and Scottish to an extent. They have a common ancestor, definitely. Because I've been watching a you know this guy that I that I met. He he's uh he streams um on Twitch and then. And he, but he's got a thick Scottish accent, you know, and and uh, it's fantastic. Uh, and but he uses all these Americanisms, and these Americanisms, and it's really funny because like just hearing a, a a Scotsman say "homie" is like like he was playing he was playing a uh, MGS One VR missions. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill all their homies. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where do you even where do you even get that? Um, because like the word, like the F word, the word, the word fuck wasn't in British English until fairly recently. Yeah. That was like, that, that was, um, or no, 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 uh, not, not fuck. I meant ain't, uh, somehow like ain't comes from Southern American slang, but somehow it found its way to, uh, like certain Cockney, uh, dialects that ain't right. Um, and I'm like, how did you guys get ain't? But you know, but then you can linguistically, you can say like, well, 
ain't is is like a it's a natural contraction of are and not and it's like i don't know it's it's, it's like uh it's possible that it it wasn't they were they both were derived uh, separately in a vacuum and there was yeah, no maybe. yeah it's it, who can say um but speaking of stuff on netflix um i have been trying to watch shadow and bone yeah uh you you actually finished the first season i did what what would you what would you give it overall if you had to give it a score um i'd give it maybe seven shadows out of ten. <laughs> seven shadows out of ten bones <laughs> yeah um what am i trying to say um, but overall you enjoyed it overall yeah i enjoyed it um how how far are you? What episode? I, I just finished episode four. I, and okay. I, I watched like three seconds of episode five. But what I'm what I'm realizing, um, you think is there going to be a second season? Probably. That makes sense. Is each season one book? I wonder. I haven't read. We haven't read any of the books. No. Um, but I assume it's a series. I uh, mean, I assume so too. That's what everybody does, right? Yeah. Netflix wouldn't have picked it up unless they were like, "Cash cow, milk it, milk it, milk it." Yeah. Um, Let's so go. I, have, I have a question for you, have, being uh, only in ep- on episode four. How yeah. much do you hate the protagonist? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we, we got to talk about that. So here's it's for me, it's a struggle to watch this show because the first episode I thought was really good. You know, the world seemed interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I, I really liked the visually it looked really good even though everything looks gritty and and grimy but uh, you know that's a stylistic choice yeah and it's um the show is very it's visually interesting to look at um you know and uh the protagonist you know they just give her a better haircut i think I think she would she would be a lot more likable. It's it's just that they. Uh, has, I don't know about. I mean, it has nothing to do with the hair for me. <laughs> no, no. For me, it's it's all about it's all about the haircut. Because once once she is like training to be a Grisha, and you know, and, and she, you know, she's got her magician coat or whatever. They just give her the wrong haircut. That's all it is. She looked she looks better when she has her hair up in a in a bun. And that's something that I that I figured out about um about storytelling because a lot of people think misguidedly think that your character your main character has to be likable um or you know like they have to be and 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 that is it is common you know and the way that a lot of writers accomplish that is um is the save the cat method they'll have the protagonist yeah. literally save a helpless animal to to immediately build uh, empathy with the protagonist yeah but a protagonist doesn't have to be likable by default, or not all protagonists have to be likable for the for the story to be good. Case in point, Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Overall, he's a character that you're supposed to hate, or Rick Sanchez in Rick and Morty. You're not supposed to, to like or want to be like this person, but he has certain qualities that make him an interesting character, and, and they just need some good quality that they exemplify so in in rick sanchez's rick sanchez's case he's he's super smart and he's resourceful and Mm -hmm. um you know but but again you're not supposed to want to be like this person patrick bateman yeah he he uh he exercises and and uh you know he's um physically uh good looking and so usually a lot of the time like you can have a character who's a complete fucking asshole just the the scum of the earth but if they're pretty then the, you know they have enough of uh positive qualities for you to say like okay i want to see them succeed at whatever it is they're doing even if they're yeah. like a like you could make hypothetically and, and actually this has been done some people uh keep recommending this thing to me it's uh it's called the directors have you heard of this no the the directors is about these these two guys i think I haven't seen it. I've been meaning to watch it, but they're like, we want to, we, we want to turn the, the movie industry, either the movie or the, uh, the theater industry on its head. And we want out of the game or we want, we want everyone to, to hate us. So we're going to make a play with Hitler as the protagonist 
and make him into you know a, this likable character and and hopefully they were hoping that you know the critics would pan the the production to hell and these get their car- these guys careers would be over what's their what was their end game the, they they were trying to ruin their own careers for some reason so that and was they, unclear as to why <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but I I read a synopsis and it was like these guys they're they're trying to to damage their their own reputations by making a production about Hitler and, and making him making him look like a nice guy and it's a musical, it's a it's a Hitler musical <laughs> so and it turns out you know the critics love it they call it a masterpiece and you know the, it's it that's how it always happens way. right yeah exactly right so. So that's, but that's what they did. And they made Hitler compelling by, you know, I don't know. They made him, uh, they cast a, a good looking actor in that role. So, uh, Alina Starkov, I think that's her name. The problem with Alina Starkov is that she's not an asshole. She's a whiny bitch. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't finished it. So, <laughs> so far up to episode four, she didn't have really have enough, enough lines to the focus of the story really isn't on her in the first half as it shouldn't it, it as it should be. i know i know because uh but i like how many I like, episodes are there i like um i don't know eight probably um should be eight Na- Let me check i like naz's storyline more than more than hers who's naz the 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 guy with the cane oh right yeah yeah he's uh yeah the b-level protagonist or whatever mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, his, his story is way more compelling, in fact. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I don't, yeah, it's, the stakes are higher for him, I guess. Because Alina just wants to be with her friend. And she's like, they I don't want to be a magician. Act like a, they act like a newlywed married couple, Alina and Mal, even though they're, quote unquote, just friends. I don't want to get into that yet. <laughs> uh, but but we will because that because that's the crux that's the whore crux of the entire story it revolves around alina and mal and how how they're the best of friends and then mal goes i'll find my way back to you and, they, but they're just friends <laughs> yeah i know right they're, <laughs> but they're they, clearly they not like yeah they act like so much more than friends i mean it's it's blatantly obvious that you know that they like each other but you know both of them is afraid of taking things to the next level and you know they're trying they their have, best to <laughs> they've taken things to like the ultimate level the only thing they haven't done is basically kissed or had sex well that's not the ultimate level then <laughs> i mean some people will, will argue that you know in relationships physical inti- intimacy is not the highest point of intimacy but i beg to differ <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's like, just like yeah, they've held hands. They have held hands, and they they've looked longingly into each other's eyes. This is what I've seen so far up to episode four. Yeah, but but the story story so fucking stupid. Here's okay. Before I get into that, <laughs> here's why I'm having a tough time watching this show. It's because when I the first episode, I thought it was really cool because the it like watching the story it felt just like i was reading a young adult novel oh yeah it definitely feels like a young adult novel yeah but not just like not just feeling like it it really feels like it was adapted one-to-one from a novel i actually and- made a comment very similar to that to patty when i was watching it. i was like this show watches like i'm reading a book yes <laughs> yes no that's that's it that's exactly I've actually it. said i've actually said that same i've actually said that same thing to my girlfriend right <laughs> while watching it that is exactly how i feel it fe- it feels watching this show is like reading yeah and i i hate reading i hate <laughs> reading a lot i really do not like to read and i'm not i'm not bad at it like a lot of people hate stuff that that they're not good at I'm not a bad reader. I just, I don't, I'm a visual person. I'm visually oriented. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they made a show that feels like reading a book. Yeah. Uh, but initially, like the first episode, you know, it was cool because I'm like, oh man, yeah, this exposition, I think that it's well done. And oh, the fold, oh, what, what's that? Like, that seems like a weird 
that's definitely a, a metaphor for something. What does that mean? Our, our difficulty connecting with, with uh, people different than us? I don't know. Probably something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a metaphor for some shit. We don't know what the fold represents yet. That's what he said. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I don't get it. Wait. <laughs> we don't I know don't what the fold it. represents. I don't get it. I feel like Lemmy. But steel's heavier than feathers. Anyway, yeah, the fold represents, it's some metaphor. Who knows what it represents? But I'm like, that's eh, something that you'd probably see in a book. Uh, I remember when I watched uh, Logan's Run. Have you seen that? Really um, old movie. Maybe? I Someone recommended that I see it. And I'm, you know, really old movie. And I'm like, all right, let, let me no, check it out. No, I, I have not seen Logan's Run. I But I know, I know of it, yeah. It's a, it's referenced a lot, you know, when you know, people can do whatever they want until they turn 30 and then, and then, then they die. Um, everyone dies at 30, but before you hit 30, you know, you live a life of, of ultimate, ultimate luxury and hedonism essentially. And it's like, man, this, that's from this movie. This movie. <laughs> yeah. Th this movie, it, it's just like, you know, this, this watch is like a science fiction novel. This is like, cause it was adapted from a novel and mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is something straight out of a out of a science fiction novel. Um, and I felt, I felt like that oh watching shadow and bone. What? what I'm just looking up images of Logan's run and this fucking robot. <laughs> yeah. Or it's ice got, sculptured robot thing, whatever it is. It's got, um, the main character is, uh, Basil from Austin powers. Oh, oh my God. I right. did not know. I did not know that, the character's name in Austin Powers was Basil Exposition. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that is his name, Basil Exposition. Anyway, yeah, that's the uh, what's his the uh, actor's name. It doesn't matter. What we're not talking about uh, Logan's no. Run or Austin Powers, but we should Austin Powers. We should talk about that because they need to make another one of all the things to reboot. Why not Austin Powers? Myers doesn't want to. No, I don't think cast anybody, a new actor. Who who would be this generation's Michael Myers? Uh, uh, uh Andy Samberg. No, yeah, you're you're completely right. You're completely and entirely <laughs> correct. Yeah, I mean, he did Lonely <laughs> Island, and yeah, you know, he was good on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine until the writers ruined the fuck out of that show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I still watch it, and I probably still will watch it. But it it definitely has degraded a little bit but i still yeah, they find just, they, i still find humor out of it yeah I, I mean i feel the same way about bob's burgers but um yeah. anyway back to uh shadow and bone right okay so the, yes the, the, the show watches like reading a book mm -hmm. and it's really weird uh the the motivations of until the protagonist doesn't. what i said until it doesn't okay see i haven't gotten that far yet yeah. But I, I'm at the exposition stage, so I'm, I just, you know, I realize I, I just have to, I got to trudge through this, and then eventually, or hopefully, it'll it'll be better. I don't know. Does it get better? Does what get better? Just like the Shadow, show. Shadow and Bone, yeah. The, the whole show. show. Um, yeah. For you, I'm going to say probably not. Oh, okay. It probably stays the same level of mediocre, mediocrity. Hmm. Oh, great. Um... Wonderful. You're probably going to um, see the ending from a mile away, let's say. Okay. I mean, it's just the first first season, though, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I will do my best to be. But it definitely, yeah, price. they definitely left it open for more. Um, well, you know, so far, the, the protagonist, Alina, Alina's motivations for... What is her goal? Uh, you know, in the beginning, is is to just be a it seems cartographer and stay close to Mal. That's basically it. Right. She wants to draw maps, and also never leaves leave Mal's side, and he feels the same. Mm -hmm. And then, and then she's like, she finds out she's a sun summoner, and she can create light from. She can summon it from somewhere. And uh, and then 
they're like, all right, you're a magician. You got to come with us. And she's like, no, I don't want to be a musician. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then she's like, all right, let me just get this over with. Let me do my training so that I can go back to, to Mal. Meanwhile, Naz, I didn't even know his name. They didn't even really Meanwhile. tell me his name. Meanwhile, yeah. I, I didn't even know the dude's name was Naz. I just knew it's like, hey, there's that dude. He's trying to, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish, but I know it was more compelling than whatever Alina was trying to do. Mm-hmm. So so that's why he's kind of like the- Well, actually, his goal initially was to steal, or was to just make money, basically, and, and pay off his debts and shit. Um, and oh, then right. He, yeah, and he got a job that was worth a million dollars to go steal the Sun Summoner, or- "Quote unquote Sun Summoner," because at that point they don't even they didn't even believe that they, the person existed. They just thought it was somebody claiming to be them. So they're like, "This person wants this fake Sun Summoner. Sure, we'll go get him, right, for a million bucks." Yeah, but everybody around him, like his party that he that he travels with, they all like the the Indian girl. She wants to buy off her slavery contract mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, you know, well, that sounds like a, a better protagonist to me, whoever wrote this, uh, you know, and then, and then she, she's best friends with the, the gunslinger dude. And, um, and what is he trying to accomplish? Uh, I guess he just wants to have gamble sex with and have every fun. dude. Have sex with every dude. Okay. All right. Cool. Right? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't make a protagonist about that, but, but whatever. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm being facetious, but he, he, yeah, he just wants to shoot guns and have fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he's motivated by, uh, being a, uh, a, I don't know, happy go lucky dude or whatever. And he has a, a goat that he loves very much. Um, Milo. Milo, <laughs> Milo the goat. Great name for a goat. Um, but I thought it was a girl. It's a girl goat. I don't know. That's the name. That's what they. That's what he named the goat. Goat. It's a goatess. Whatever. And then the the party leader is. Uh, he wants to find the sun summoner to get a million Kruger to do something. I forget what though, because I haven't. I guess I haven't been really been paying attention. But the story. It still feels like, you know, it feels like he wants it more. Whatever he's after, I want to see him succeed because he is like, you know, it's life or death for him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Alina is just like, I don't want to. What? Don't erase my skull. Okay, now do it. It's like, hold on a second. <laughs> I thought the scar was important to you and you just wanted to race? Like, I just saw that. I'm like, all right, get rid of the skull. Like, wait, hold on. That was never referenced ever again after that, by the way. I bet. I'm sure... The fact that she got rid of her skull. Mal never I really, notices. I re- he, well, oh, great. Okay. I thought he was going to reference it. Like, what happened to your scar? Nope. Never he talks would know. about it ever again. He would know better than anyone that, uh, that uh, you know, because he's always holding her damn hand. Like, he would... Mm-hmm. He's probably, like, fishing for it whenever he reaches for, for her palm. But... All right, so great. So they never bring that up again. That's awesome. And then, but the story that's being pushed in in the show is the the love story between Alina and Mal, and it's terrible because they try and add some conflict. Because like, all right, we're gonna we're here's what we're gonna do. You see these these two star crossed lovers, Alina and Mal. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna throw into the mix. We're gonna throw a wrench in this into the system, and we're gonna introduce these two characters who are vastly more attractive than these two. Yep. Uh, the Darkling Man and the 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 other Grisha girl that that Mal meets in the tent when he goes to steal steal grapes mm-hmm. because Alina couldn't get breakfast. And and both of these actors are are hot as hell. Uh, the the dude the darkling dude I, he's a uh, he's jigsaw from uh, the the Punisher Netflix series, yes, which was terrible. But um, but he was he was in that he was he was he was okay in that. He turned into into jigsaw, and uh, and the character is like he he's cast specifically to be a good looking male. Yep. And then Alina fights the the other the hot Grisha girl in in a battle and you know gets her ass beat. 
and then and then the hot Christian girl gets punished for that. And it's like, wait a second, you know, that's all of this is I don't know if you noticed, but all of this <laughs> all of that was Alina's fault. Yeah. So why Because why you, you you just harmed a saint. You're not supposed <laughs> to harm a saint. Uh clearly. Yeah. Um yeah. you haven't gotten to the point where that one character gets taken by those um Grisha hunters. They're all very Norse Norse. Right. Have I you? Think the, I think the show is uh rooted in Russian culture, it yeah. looks like. Because all the names are very are, I can yeah, very much tell that. Yeah, everything's very Slavic. Slavic, yeah, that makes sense. So you have like the <laughs> it's like the Ukrainians or whatever, the mm-hmm. Eastern Europeans versus except, the Except the Grisha hunters. They're very nor Nordic. Are they? That I feel like the hats they, they very, wear are really no, like Sib- Siberian. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Yeah. All right. I'll keep watching. Uh, I mean, you might be right on that. It definitely um, feels like uh, they're like I don't know. I want to say Cossack or they look, yeah. That's just but, how they look. But have you you haven't gotten to that to the the point where they follow that one chick who's like gets taken by them and oh. Yeah, no, the, the one, okay. the the heart the, render, the girl that they call the the witch, the heart render. That's right, yeah. the heart render. Well, the, all, what is it? What is a heart render? heart render? The heart render are the ones that wear the red outfits. The red outfits are the heart renders. They can. They're basically like bloodbenders. Right, but I thought I thought heart render meant they could like manipulate manipulate your mind. No, they they literally manipulate your heart, which is why you see them like basically stop people's hearts. Yeah, I thought there was like a that was like another thing that they could do, but I thought the whole point of because like the reason why some so somebody in the show is looking for a heart render to convince someone, mm-hmm. I guess like through torture. I thought yeah, they were Naz, gonna like no, no. What Naz, what Naz does, he is he finds a heart render and brings him to that one person under the under their basement, right? Yeah, remember that scene? And the heart render is I didn't notice until after the fact. I was like, what he's what she's doing is basically calming him. She's slowing his heart rate, making him more vulnerable and um, susceptible to like suggestion, basically. Right. Yeah. That's why I, th- I thought the power was actually a part of, you know, like it was like a magical truth serum or. Um, that's see, that's what I thought, too. But it's it, they're 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 just they. But it's actually bloodbending. Yeah. They, they affect the heart. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I, I thought it was like. I thought it was like, you know, heartstrings or, you know, pulling at the, or, uh, you know, the, the m- mental idea of the heart. So heart uh, as, as far as I can tell, um, there are, besides the sun summoner and the shadow manipulator, um, there, are, there, there's firebenders, airbenders and heartbenders. Oh, I can't, I don't think I've seen shadow any benders, other. Shade bender. Yeah, that's what that's what I said. Besides the Sun Summoner and the Shadow Manipulator. Oh. Besides right. those two. Because those are few and far between. The ones that are more common are the fire, the air, and the and the heart. <clears throat> oh, I man. think that's it. And the, well there I think there's some other different ones because then there's then there's um Alina's like servant person who's basically a makeup bender. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a healer. But healers, she's, that's right. But she's, she's they call her a tailor. Yeah, or she, so she's, she's some sort she's, of sub, some sub bender off of off of a healer. Right. She calls herself a tailor, and she, she's yeah. like, oh, "I can I can stitch people together, but I'm not gonna I'm not mm-hmm. gonna heal that scar on your forehead. That's like catches the light the wrong I know, way. Right. Every single every scene. time I see it, every time I see her, I see that scar, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, makeup artists can't fix that, and they try and justify it, you know, because they get the the actress who plays the young version of her they they show like the scar still healing like it she got some stitches but oh hmm. makeup artists could have could have fixed that yeah they could have could have just fixed um it. i mean especially if you have uh all right heal this scar but not this this one that's like in the center of my face and it creates yeah. a focal heal point the one on my, my forehead and that's why i think like just give her some bangs so that's stupid. that's one of the things because because in order to in, no, in they a lot of show stories the scar obviously otherwise they wouldn't have done anything about it when they were when she was a kid in a lot of stories, what marks a villain is having a scarred face. Uh, scarred f- faced. Scarred having a scarred face. face. She's a villain. She's uh, the real yeah. antagonist. 
James Bond movies have been doing this for decades. And so subconsciously we're programmed. Like if you have a big glaring scar on your face, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you have villainous qualities at least. You might not be a villain, but you have a dark side to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a, it's like a mark, of, mark of Cain type of thing. It, this goes yeah. way back thousands of years. So Alina's got the friggin' Mark of Cain, you know, uh, I'm not saying she's, um, not the right person to be cast in that role, but I, I don't think that they did a good job because, you know, the tailor comes and, you know, and then, and, and fixes her hair and you actually see the, the, the tailor like using her hand as a, as a flat iron and straightening her hair, which I, I thought like, okay, that's kind of, uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's like, oh, you know, your, your hair is all, all tangled and messed up before, but you know, now that it's, it's straight and silky smooth, now you're beautiful. And that's, I'm not going to get mad about that, but I'm sure somebody on the internet, teen movie bullshit. Yeah. I I feel Uh. like somebody on the internet could, could find a reason to get mad about that. And I, I don't know, but, uh, it's maybe that's the point, you know, cause, cause the, uh, the, um, the kingdom is full of uh, hypocrisy, and I don't know. It's it's a capitalist society, Eurocentrism, something. I, I'm I'm not looking for reasons to be mad at you know. And she's half Asian, or Shu, uh, which is like, um, is it short for something? No, probably just uh, Shu. Yeah, right. So she's like she's part Shu, like, um, like uh, the Naz's um, cohort. She's Suli, which apparently is Hindi. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, or something like right. that. So she's she's part shoe and then Mal is part boot. Got it. Yep. <laughs> boot. Um, apparently they're both half shoe, uh, Alina and Mal. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe that's why they can't about that. And <laughs> maybe that's why they can't be together is because they're actually cousins. Did you, did you ever I mean, think about that? Maybe. All right. Well, he's he's definitely checking her out and she's she's doing the same but again they introduce these b characters the darkling and the and the what the firebender girl who like immediately propositions mal like hey you know i'm I'm trying to hook up with a stranger you down and then he's like uh not no uh no thanks (laughs) which i was i was cool with i'm like hey good for you man uh you know stick to your guns or whatever uh but um, but he, you know you could see he was thinking about it, which tells you that he is attracted to this random strange woman. Uh, Are you saying a guy is attracted to a female? It's fucking unheard of. No, yeah, I'm just saying like they they introduced <laughs> the character specifically to tempt yes uh, Mal away from Alina, and they carry that throughout the story as if. As if that is their is the hurdle to them being together. The fact that there are more attractive people, wow, that exist, you know. Because mm-hmm. I read I read in this book ab- about screenwriting is that like, you know if you want to tell a love story, you, you have two book? people. Sh- shut up! <laughs> 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 I did, I did, I, I did read a book. Um, this was one like I, I forced myself to read, and um, yeah. But um, I read a couple books actually, and uh, I think I just it's like in order my mouth a little. <laughs> anyway, in order to do a love story, you have to have two people who are destined to be together, but there needs to be some reason why they can't be together. There has to be some force in the world preventing them from, uh, you know, from uh, solidifying their feelings for each other. Yeah. What was and, it? And uh, there's a better word for that than solidifying. Uh, what's the word? Uh, consummate. Which basically just means doing it. So there needs to be something preventing the, the two hot people from banging. So, as far as I can tell, there isn't. Other than the fact that everybody keeps separating them, they eventually, right. you know, as no, yeah, it's all literally characters do. The hurdle, the hurdle to, to the obstacle to their... Yeah. Affection is just circumstances. It's yeah. just like, you know, but when they are together, they still don't Which consummate. is even worse. 
Yeah, which is even like, even worse, right? Then they have then no reason. When, even when they have no reason to, they still don't. And it's like, but they don't. They don't really describe uh, what that reason is. It just is it just because they're shy, or uh, you know, know, because they're they, they don't want to. They don't want to quote unquote ruin a good ruin a friendship. You know what I mean? But right. It's, yeah. They they're so they're already basically fucking married. Right. They act like a goddamn married couple. Um, like in all my life, I have <laughs> like you know I have plenty of of female friends. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, people that, that I'm close to, but, but never to the, to the point where it's like, where is she? Where is she? I know. Like, I gotta find her. No, I I can't. I'll go. I'll find my way back to you. I don't treat my girlfriend or my sister that way. So (laughs) I, (laughs) oh man, it's an. Yeah, what they have is something something else intense. Man. It's deep. Yeah, it's super <laughs> deep and you know, and I thought I was down for that. In any other if it were an anime, if they had just done an animated series, I'd be like, Oh, this is this is fucking beautiful. But these characters, they uh I don't know. For some reason they they don't sell that. But but the show is huge. You know, it's been on the, the top ten on mm-hmm. Netflix for the, the past two, three weeks. That uh I think that always happens with new Netflix shows that are really like get a lot of good publicity. Right. They always are on the top 10 for a little bit, a little bit. And then a new show comes out or they fade out or, you know, something like that. It's like, it just seems like it's ripe for becoming a franchise mm -hmm. and it's going to have, you know, whenever comic con is able to start back up again, Maybe. You know, it, it's going to have a huge presence at, at Comic-Con and you're going to see cosplayers. I would, I would love to see cosplayers takes on their jackets because their jackets are as much as we're ragging on the show right now. Their jackets are fucking dope. Yeah, no, uh, I the think costume the costume design on this show is really good. <laughs> I completely agree. I think the show looks great. And that is is pretty much that is what's propelling me through the show is the costume design. Um, yeah. So you're, you're, you're spot on right there. Um. So I will continue torturing myself just to be like, oh, that's a that's a sitcom. Well, I mean, like Damn. even even watching a bad show is is worth it a little bit for like a things to avoid scenarios. You know what I mean? Like definitely to t- to just to see what they did wrong is like, oh, I'd fix that this way. I was like, that's a good idea, but they did it wrong. You know what I mean? That's Shit a really like fucking that. good point. That is an <laughs> excellent point, actually. And I just realized, like, damn it, you know, you know what? You're right. I, I sometimes do like watching trash, yeah. just to, and I get enjoyment out of fixing, fixing their mistakes. Yes, I know mistakes. you do. I already know this about you, <laughs> whether you didn't did or not. I hella did not know that about myself. I swear <laughs> to God, I, I swear to all the gods. I was like, you know, why do I like? Why? Why am I? Why do I still watch this? Why am I playing this game that I hate? Oh, yeah, because I can do better. This yeah. game's amazing. This game's amazing. Look at all the stuff I learned. <laughs> this yeah. E.T. E. is the best game of all time. Yeah. But E.T. apparently isn't that bad. I've never played it, but we're not here to just, talk about E.T. Just on a side note, I um, watched that, or I saw after the fact that you played uh, Revengeance yesterday. I don't know if you finished it, but... You, play, I did a seven and a half hour yeah, stream. That's what I was going to mention. It's like you did a seven and a half hour long stream. That's an entire work day, dude. Yeah, man. I did, a, I did a full shift. I did an entire <laughs> uh, a full time work day. I, I, did a, I did a shift. That's what I call it. I did a yeah, shift on you YouTube. You did a whole shift. That's insane. Seven dude. and a half hours straight. No bathroom breaks. Yeah. No meals. Oh, my God. I would have I mean, ha- there. had an intermission. No, I'm just I'm just sitting there. I, I I build myself up when it comes to games. I I build myself up for endurance. And yeah. I, but what makes it difficult is that I'm talking and answering questions at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that uh, you would think that would take a lot out of you. But yesterday in the stream, I'm like, it's been five hours. Like I started at 10 30 and i look at the clock and it's four and i'm like hold on a second that can't be right because it really doesn't feel like i've done anything but then you know i, I was yeah. able to be, be i was able to beat that whole game again it's a really short game uh, yeah revengeance is no, like a short three, good. three hour game like and you were mentioning other games like the like you were mentioning the first time you streamed it uh you said something like uh uh this is how games should be you know what i mean like they should be um 
short but sweet. What I what I mean by that, I don't or mean short but but sweet. But yeah, something. no, you, you said something along right. those lines, and I and I agree with you. Honestly, games are too long nowadays. Yeah, somebody in the comments was like, uh, you know, I like my games to be sixty hours long, and I'm like, no, I'm mm. not gonna, I, I I can't I can't handle that. But the but what I mean is like, because Valheim, I'm mm. sure. Like certain games, if I can, certain multiplayer games like that, um, like I've played Battlefield 4 for over yeah. 100 hours, but I try my best because I, I like to be able to to move through the games that I want to play. So once I hit 100 hours, mm-hmm. it's it's like I I can't play it anymore um, because it's just like it's take it that took too much time out of my life and I need to be able to play other things. Yep. So 100 hours is the, is the limit for me, but a, a lot of my friends on Steam... They will play one game for fourteen hundred hours, or I know sixteen hundred. Like people play Dota two, twenty five hundred hours that they that they've invested into this game. Yeah, there's people that spend like four thousand dollars on a computer and play LOL. Um. Yeah, right. <laughs> League of Legends or um, yeah. uh, P- Counter Strike. I think I think my brother Jesus has like nine hundred hours in, in Counter Strike Go. I just I can't do that, man. I just can't do that. I mean, they, I, I like games like valheim because it gives us some gives me some creative outlet and that's why that's probably where i have a lot of hours is games like uh survival or craft type games like that you know what i mean right yeah um so how many hours uh do you have in valheim so far well let's I'm st- and i'm still conflicted on how to pronounce that, that game well most people pronounce it valheim right that makes sense but um 38.1 hours damn that's a i mean that's that's good value how much did you pay for that not a whole lot um however much it was i paid full price for it so oh Um, no i think i got it on a little bit of a discount i think it's like yeah it's like 20 bucks and i maybe paid like 18 or something like that but i bought both copies i bought mine and hers Okay, but still, that's you know that's a respectable amount of value, and it sounds yeah. like you're going to keep playing. Rust has really gotten far. I remember when it was shit. I'm only saying that because it, it pulled up on Steam, and I remember playing it back when it was like everybody started out buck ass naked, and that's basically the whole game. Right, <laughs> you're a naked dude running in a forest, and now it's a full on thing. And damn. It's crazy to see oh, look at this, this, this explanation real, real quick. The sidebar, real quick. The old Nordic language has diff, diphthongs that sound different from the German "i" like Frankenstein. Keep in mind, Viking language is not actually spoken like Swedish, Danish, or Norwegian, mm-hmm. but in an old Norse language. So I, I'm going to say Valheim from now on because I Valheim. I'm just OCD about pronouncing. I mean, things. that might be correct. That sounds correct. Valheim. Yeah, that's um in in Norse languages that's how I was taught how to to say things. But if it was a, a German word like Wolfenstein, right? But if uh, Wolfenstein is is German, but in in uh in Norse or old old Norse it would be Wolfenstein. But mm-hmm. remember, you know the Berenstain Bears and uh you know the the Mandela effect. Yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway what were you saying i was just commenting on the oh evolution of rust yeah rust is cool but uh yeah. games game length um man I what i to... what i meant was yeah. i don't want to play a game with a bunch of filler and padding because mm-hmm. a lot of games these days have they wear hockey pads like like that line in uh the dark knight i'm not wearing hockey pads <laughs> <laughs> games where they wear hockey pads they try to pad the length out with uh you know a bunch of open world bullshit that's like it's just it's just filler is all it is and so i'm not getting a meaningful experience so that's why i like rising so much because there's no there's little to no filler it's yeah it's all it's perfectly it's orchestrated all, to be yeah. a um a worthwhile experience whereas like even mgs1 mgs1 has a ton of backtracking forced backtracking like oh you have to to go all the way back to the beginning of the game to get a weapon Mm -hmm. to to fight this boss uh and mgs2 had kind of like some open world elements because you have these 
these bombs that you have to to not not defuse but dispose of and it's filler it's it's the whole beginning of the game is a filler section uh, and it's it's not meaningful content it's just it's just going through the motions of of a video game so yeah um shadow and bone has a lot of filler yes that's how i feel but um but it looks good. It's a damn good looking show. And I actually, I think the, the actress who plays Alina, I think she'd look really good if they fixed her haircut. They just gave her the wrong haircut. That's all <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, um, like she is a, she is a good looking person and that is all you need to have a, uh, or not all you need, but that's just, that's one of the, the, the aspects of a compelling character that you need to have to build empathy in your audience is they just need to, they need to physically look good. Like you, that's why you just do not see bad looking or overweight protagonists mm-hmm. because being overweight has a negative connotation. And, um, that's like Baron Harkonnen from Dune. He's, he's all big and fat is because, you know, cause that, cause the connotation there is that they have no self-control. And and they're gluttonous, right? These are negative negative character traits. Yeah. That that are um I guess the exception would be like a, a movie like Precious, uh, where you have, you know, a morbidly obese protagonist. So it, it can be done. Or it could you know, you have a story about somebody who's trying to lose weight and maybe but there has to be something else that maybe they save a cat, you know, if they if they <laughs> they rescue a cat out of a tree and then and then they like fall and then that gives them the motivation to to lose weight i don't know it can be done but you generally you don't see it is all i'm saying so they picked an attractive actress to play alina um but they gave her the wrong haircut and her motivations aren't i don't like uh i don't care about what she's what she's going through because of her hair not it's partially because of her hair it's definitely part (laughs) of it she's got a bad haircut and uh, and I don't I don't care that she doesn't want to save the planet, and that's weird to me, because like the whole idea of the show is that a sun summoner could save us all, and I think you know there's only one of you, Alina. There's n- nobody like you has ever existed. No one even thought that a sun summoner could exist. It was a myth up until now, and you could. You could save the entire planet. The only thing that everybody in the in the, the world is trying to accomplish mm-hmm. is getting rid of the fold. That's all anybody wants. And you could that would unify everybody. There's no more monsters and you know there could be free trade. The economy would would thrive. All you got to do is get rid of the fold. And it 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 looks from what I've seen from what from the the little burst of power that she displays when she she first crosses the fold, it looks like for her it might be pretty easy. If she just buckled down and, and got it over with. And that's what she's trying to, to do is get it over with. But she keeps complaining. Which is yeah. what you were talking about. She's mm-hmm. she's annoying. And she's just whiny. Why are you complaining? All you have to do, <laughs> one burst of sunlight, erase the fold. Literally erase it with sun. <laughs> Use the sun as the eraser tool in Photoshop. And just like, oh, no more fold. It's gone. Yep. That's all you got to do. And then... And then your job is over. How long is that going to take? Like six months? Six months is, is how long, about how long that should take. And then you can go hang out with, with Mal, this, your cousin. Also your boyfriend. Right. Your, your, your cousin boyfriend. <laughs> you got to, you got to do a six month stint. I mean, if, if you're an endless love can't survive six months. And if, you know, one whiff of, of jigsaw from the Punisher just getting a whiff of his cologne and his his well-shapen beard or whatever. If that's all it takes for you to question like, oh, you know, is Mal really the one? I don't know. That's all it takes. <laughs> so that's why I, I don't I don't really buy into to the romance plot. Yeah. I I wanted those characters to be together, but then if it if it, if their feelings for each other are that fragile, I don't know, you know, I don't know. It seems like it's really, it's, it's like they're on the fence, but that's what the whole story is about. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching because the costume design is good. 
And also because, uh, because if I ever have a Netflix show, then I can, I can avoid these pitfalls. That's why. That is why. Ah, uh, yes. What? No, I mean that makes sense. I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, you know, I I hate young adult stories where you have these two characters who are so blatantly obvious that they're madly in love. Mhm. But but they beat around the bush and they, you know, they're just like I don't know. Maybe. I know, right? It's we'll it's happens. very it's very anime. It's very anime. Yeah. It's like what just cuz they're shy? Is that it? Is that the only thing that's keeping these two apart? They don't know they can't work up the courage. I don't know. I've had a lot of relationships just fall in my lap, not literally. Like, oh, well, I guess I don't know how how that got there. But like this is like, well, I guess we're just going out, you know? That's just it's that's just how it is. And it's not like a it was just consensual. It was just like, you know, we we just we spent every moment around each other and mm-hmm. and like, well, I guess we're just we're just going out now. That's uh that's how things are going. Yeah. Both it was like it was more but it was more like a business arrangement. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, what are you doing this Friday? Well, I guess uh, well, obviously I'll be hanging out with you. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to be hanging out with you too. So, I guess uh works out in favor for both of us. Right. Yeah, just uh, the the scheduling <laughs> No, I I I foresee no scheduling conflicts. So I guess we're just doing this. And in um in Alina and Mao's case, there's you know, even if they can't speak the words, as as much time as they spend together alone, yeah, you know, uh, in view of nobody, uh, and then, you know, they're uh, they're always in just in close proximity. You know, there somebody at some point would take things to the next level, right? Somebody, somebody would do something. Yeah, you know, somebody would do something eventually. They've been together their entire lives. It's just, I've never seen that happen. Can you imagine any, any relationship you've ever seen in your life where, because I've seen situations like that, where it's like these two, they're just, they're inseparable. They, they clearly like each other. They're, they're always together. And Mm. then, and then they're together. It's like. I've never, I've never seen that where somebody could be like childhood friends with someone that they're attracted to, mutually attracted to for what, what was that? 15 years? How old are they supposed to be in the show? Cause I, I looked at, I looked it up. Uh, uh, the I, actress is 25, but I think she's playing a teenager, which is fine. I'm not worried about that. Um, but these yeah. characters are, they've been around for a while. They've been together for for a couple, at least 15 years, I want to say. Raised in an orphanage. Oh, you know what it could be? Because a lot of people, one person I, I know will argue that if you grow up together with someone, then you develop more of a, si- a sibling relationship. Yeah, but that's why, I, that's why I mentioned I don't even treat my sister that way. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they kind of they kind of break that. If they had a, a brother sister relationship, they would uh, that would make more sense. But uh, but no, yeah, it's like from right from the get go when uh, when Alina, you know, when she gets drafted to become the cartographer to, to go explore the fold, mm-hmm. uh, she gets introduced to Mal's Mal's friends and his unit, and then. And then one of the, his uh, his comrades goes like, "Oh, is this the your little friend that you've been talking about?" And there's a, there's like a there's subtext there. It's like, "Oh, is this the yeah. girl that you're into?" And she's like, "What do you mean, little friend?" And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, it's it's not wrong, is it? You, you <laughs> are small, and you are my friend." But it's like it's very clear, you know, that 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 his friends know that this is the girl that he's infatuated with. Yes. Yeah, so that's why it's just like and and she knows they're both in in on it. It's not like there's any there's no surprises 
that both of them like each other. It makes no sense. Do you think this is just the problem with the show, or do you think that the, uh, or do you think the book's the same way? Oh, I'm. I know for a fact the book is the same way because, like I said, the or like we both said, the show watches like reading. Yeah, so it must. And be I feel pretty like accurate. it's a really. I feel like it's a really faithful adaptation. You know. Yeah. It must be, because, because otherwise, there's no reason for it to to watch like reading a book so much because it's paced like a book. I think it's it has to do with the pacing. The pacing is very book like. It's it's not. Like your standard uh, cereal cereal show, mm-hmm. I could go for a bowl of cereal. That sounds fun, but um, yeah, it's all it's all. Man, it all has to do with the that. pacing, I think. <laughs> I haven't thought about cereal in forever. Now you got to put that shit in my mind. Why don't you think about cereal? Because it's it's like crack, man. <laughs> okay, I just got to stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> what's what, what's your go to? I think I my go-to is life, cinnamon life, just because it's a good mix between not sugary bullshit and not too healthy. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a good middleman. I don't think I've ever had cinnamon life. Well, it's good. Okay. That's my like- that's my real go-to. But if I want sugary bullshit, then I'll go Cocoa Pebbles or Fruity Pebbles. Those are really good. Uh, yeah. and for exactly that reason, I will, I'll do that. If I'm just like, you know what? I, I've been good the, the, the past couple hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been, uh, watching my diet. I'll get some, I some fruity That's pebbles. my problem. That's why I have, I had to cut out cereal. It's like my, my, uh, I'm really fat. <laughs> well, Not here's what really, you do. But yeah, you, you for- get you some honey nut Cheerios. It's good for the heart. They say. It could be. And actually, the box on the box is like this could be good for the heart. It, it, it might not be, but we don't know. They just—if you actually read it—it it straight up says that. It doesn't say it in so many words, but it's just like, hey, you never know. This could be good for your heart. Studies have shown that there's a possibility that, honestly, we have no idea. Um, <laughs> but it's—it's it's more like it's—it's yeah. it's more like um, it's more like saying um, you know watching paint dry. It could be good for your heart, but we haven't done any studies on it. <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I like Honey Nut Cheerios, but I, I got a box of uh, uh, Honey Bunches of Oats with uh, strawberries, which I like a lot. Yeah, Honey Bunches of Oats is another one that I that I get if I want to be slightly more healthy. <laughs> yeah, see, but I stopped I stopped drinking or cow milk, mini milk. Frosted mini wheats. Or, or Frosted mini wheats? Yeah, I eat those too. Oh, man, I that's like old those. school. See, I stopped drinking cow milk, so, so I got yeah. almond milk. And and I honey bunches of oats despise almond milk. Okay, I don't the get only it. I don't... milk substitute that I can tolerate is probably oat, which is one of the more newest one. Newest oat ones. milk to me tastes like cement mix. Yeah, kinda. Okay, and you're just like, mm, yeah, cereal. It's better with, than almond with cement milk. mix. Whatever. Nope. I don't like no. almonds, so. Oh man, you're missing out. I know. I, that's one of the things that I really... I'm a notoriously picky eater. Um, and there's so many things that I don't like that I wish I did. Like mm. like almonds and yeah, avocado. I, I get what you mean. <laughs> I wish I liked those. Oh, man, those. yeah. I'm about to go have some guacamole, actually. Yeah. I wish I, I, wish I liked those. And everybody's just going to say, then just eat them. You'll like them eventually. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It's good that we talk about this, I think, because it is popular, and I think it's only going to get more and more popular. Yeah, and I, and even though we haven't read the books, I think we were more talking about it as a story rather than a comparison to the book. And I don't know how none of us, neither of us know how faithful it is to the book, but we we don't really care about that. We care about how it is as a story and as a TV show. Right. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so because I'm not going to read that book if the if the show is anything like the book and all mm-hmm. indi- it, all signs point to it being exactly like the book. I think the issue for me is that it's it's more aimed. It's like 
specifically aimed for teenagers. See, that's the, that's that is definitely the vibe I'm getting. It was like it, they're turned into a teenager, uh, young adult novel, and they're trying right. to make it more adult. That's what it feels like. Yeah, so far it feels like this is specifically like the teenagers and or, or like the the 13 to 17 crowd but yeah. whereas i was expecting something that was like more 15 and up where it was like oh yeah i get that you know or like an m-rated game or something i feel like it, it it's you're not uh you're not wrong but uh, i feel like it is trying to be that 15 or up reach it's trying to reach that 15 or up crowd and just watch the the second half of the of the series and see what you think. But All it right. definitely, right. I definitely, having watched the second half, forgotten about that feel that where it feels like a novel. But having it more primed in your head, you might be more observant to to it than I am. Me, I tend to when I watch shows, I tend to get enveloped and just kind of forget to observe the show outside of the story you know what i mean Mm, that is a good point which is why next time we will be discussing theme and Mm, and and how to identify theme because once you identify the the theme of a story it will either make whatever you're watching or playing so much better or a hell of a lot worse Thanks for bringing that up, because I think that would be a, it's something good to talk about. Everybody's going to learn a thing or two on the next episode. Theme! That was your cue to, to do a cool one-liner. Nope. Okay. <laughs>